It is Tuesday, the 25th day of October 2022. I'm here on a Tuesday night in the lab, cooking up whatever the fuck this is. Because I wanted it to be somewhat uh, timely and topical, unlike last week. So, like, if I'm going to talk about shit that's happened, maybe it shouldn't be a week late. Right? No? Who the cares, really? This show stinks. Uh, tonight, I'm I'm tired. I'm a bit aggravated. I have a headache. I just finished eating. So you know this thing will be full of awful noises, so strap in and get ready. This week, this is, this is see, it's already fucking started. It's already fucking started. Man. This week, I am talking about... Week 7's hashtag dumb teams, which includes your New England Patriots. I'm also going to talk about Kanye again. Fucking idiot. Uh, the American auto industry, gambling, and so much more on what I do hope is an actual truncated show. But it probably won't be because I'll just yap and spew garbage for over an hour because that's just what I do. Why do I do? I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, that's all right here, right now, on episode 140 of Complaints and Observations. Still the most less than average podcast on the internet. With a host who's the smartest person in the room when he's the only one there. A continuing odyssey into mediocrity, guaranteed to make you question your life choices and your own sanity. This is Complaints and Observations with Dave LaPointe. Who the hell is Dave LaPointe? I think he's a bum. I think he's an absolute bum. All right. What's what's going on? How are you? I uh, hope you're doing well. Uh, I'm I'm doing fine. Everything is going well. Um I'm still employed, which is uh, a plus going into week what's this, week three? Yeah, week number three. Full-time employment, which is now um, more than my previous position. So that's good. Uh, I really don't know where I'm going with this. I don't know why. You know, I, I said I didn't want to talk about work. Oh, but what I did want to say. So as I mentioned previously, um, I am now definitely going to be away for about a month. And so what I'm hoping to do um is have the ability to create a handful of like not an episodes uh, during my time away just to you know kind of let you in on on what's happening i'll, I'll kind of save it for now be suspenseful but i should just let you know i will literally be on the other side of planet earth and i could not be more excited so um so that's that <clears throat> just a sort of a, a scheduling update right schedule 
as I mentioned, um, working with a lot of Brits, and it's going to be a lot of you, one thing they they say a lot: have a think, have a think. It just does not sound right at all. It's as if the English who invented the the link the, the the language, the English language, or as I was about to say, the linguish language, right? <clears throat> Uh, they don't like the word about. I don't. I don't get it. And I notice that. But have a think is something that comes up often. I don't hate it. It just sounds. I don't know. It sounds incorrect, doesn't it? Have a think. It does it sounds wrong? <clears throat> anyway, so as I mentioned, I wanted to come on just because there's a handful of well. Not a handful, but a couple of fresh things that has happened uh, that I wanted to talk about. And I mentioned the Patriots, and I'm going to get to that later. That'll be in the second segment of the program. Um, but first, I wanted to talk, and I've mentioned this before, so I wanted to, I wanted to have a think about stupid people again and i've talked about this before and how we we have to stop uh, making stupid it's not even famous anymore it's just making stupid people relevant americans do not have the capacity to ignore stupidity it's just not in our nature for whatever reason i think we're just we're fascinated with car accidents train wrecks stupidity it's the reason why every morning when you're trying to drive somewhere, there's traffic because somebody's pulled over to the side of the road. Even if there's no accident, they're pulled over to the side of the road and people just instinctively, for some stupid reason, need to slow down and look and gawk and see what's going on. Because we're attracted to, to dumb shit like that. And as I mentioned last week or the week prior... I can't remember. I lose track of these things, all right? Leave me alone. Uh, Kanye West is an idiot, right? If you happen to be in the... I mean, I can't even... I'm going to say it's a minority of people that don't think he's a complete moron. Or perhaps you're just sort of letting his... All the shit that he says, just letting it slide because you know that between his ears is... Just a, it's a fucking Jackson Pollock painting up there. None of it makes sense. So, I mean, at this point, you have to sort of be looking at it as a, yeah, I lost track of what I was thinking. You know, I bring up, I made, I make the, the analogy of Kanye's brain and a Jackson Pollock painting. And I think I get kind of sidetracked by how kind of unfair that is to Jackson Pollock. Boy, Jesus Christ. Man, I'm just I'm just not good at this. Anyways, so <clears throat> he comes out on a podcast um the other day and basically you know says Adidas can't drop him even if he says anti-Semitic shit, they can't drop him, which to me just sort of proves how fucking stupid this guy is. It, it it's just it let, let me try to formulate this properly, and I, I won't, but let me try. 
anyone with a functioning brain, okay, knows that even if you are fully supported, especially when it comes to, you know, anti-Semitism, let's, and he does have his supporters, okay, let's, let's not be fucking uh, naive about it, all right, it, it's, it's not exactly a small minority, uh, a small uh, population of people who are raging anti-Semites or quiet anti-Semites, which might be even larger. See, I did it again. Fuck. But when it comes to capitalism, right, basically it's if there's enough pressure <clears throat> uh, applied and if enough people say they're not going to, to buy products or they're going to boycott or whatever – changes will be made. And in this particular instance, it finally has. And where it, it took him a couple days, but Adidas finally dropped him. And Adidas has made gobs and gobs of money off of this guy with the ugliest fucking sneakers on the planet. But whatever, it's not for me. Uh, I am not the target market, so I don't really give a shit. But it just kind of goes to prove and goes to show you, I should say, just how stupid this guy is. He just literally dropped a close to a billion dollar bag of money. And for what? Because because he's misguided in his uh, opinions of Jews. I mean, it's not even misguided, David. It's it's flat out wrong. But he's he's so uh, stupid. <laughs> I was reading the other day about his friendship with Candace Owens, and I'm sure if you're listening to this, you're familiar with Candace Owens. But uh, she sucks too. She's a terrible fucking person, and she's a grifter. Like most people that are hard right, they're grifters. All they're trying to do is be outrageous and get clicks uh, and and get you know, screen time. That's all. Their actual stance is basically non-existent. All they care about is attention. And so then you have a guy like Kanye who loves attention, craves attention, right? That those, those two go together like fucking peas in a pot. And she's manipulated the fuck out of this dude. And I'm not going to believe otherwise because her husband apparently was the CEO of Parler, which is the uh, failing far-right social media platform. And uh, suddenly Kanye's going to buy the thing. Who benefits from that? Not Kanye, because he's going to lose money in that deal. Not that it matters, because he's got a ton of it. But now shit's starting to happen, and he's he's starting to lose clout. He's going to lose attention and that's what's going to bother him more than anything. So what I think is going to happen is he's going to start saying even more outrageous shit. He's going to be platformed in other places. Um, the attention is not going to go away. Again, because Americans can't stand to look away or just ignore uh, bullshit that happens to be going on in front of him. So he's lost... His representation now, CAA, has dropped him. Um, a handful of uh, fashion companies who I don't really care about, they've dropped him. 
Adidas, as I mentioned, they've dropped him. Uh, Vogue, apparently, whoever the fuck that is, they've dropped him. I don't know if Vogue is like the magazine, and I don't know why they would have him as a something. I don't know. Uh, the Gap. I think that was mutual, but whatever. Um, and now uh, Jalen Brown finally put out a, a, a statement today basically saying that he is uh, leaving uh, Kanye's, you know, agency, Donda agency. And honestly, I'm surprised it took I, that it took him that long. Jalen Brown's a smart kid. So it, it you know, it, it came as a surprise that really it took him so long to actually part ways with them. And then Aaron Donald did the same. Uh, again, took him a while to do it. But look, you know, you, you sort of you wrestle with things and um, you know, I'm sure there was a a, a connection. Um, but whatever. It, and again, I think Adidas dropped him because, you know, their their stock took a beating today, apparently, but or yesterday. So I don't really think it was a a righteous stand uh, against anti-Semitism. It's a German company, or was a German company. I don't know. But when is it going to stop? Right? Honestly, when do when do we sort of look at? at ourselves in the mirror and, and say, what do we, how, how, hmm, I don't know. Never. It's never going to happen. Humans are so easily manipulated and all you need to do is tell them one thing that they like and that's it. So I, I, I'm baffled by the whole thing. I really am. So either, either he's going to continue to be a story continue to get attention in in whatever way uh that he's looking for and it, it'll again it'll become increasingly more fringe as time goes on until maybe something happens i don't know is it his kids does he give a fuck about his kids i don't know but it's going to take it's going to take something drastic for him to That's the thing. Like, I don't. I, I want to say until he gets help, but I mean, I, I look. I don't know. I think there's something going on between his ears. I think most rational people would would assume that. But I mean, really, between you and I, I mean, how the fuck do we know? We don't. I don't know. It, it's just it's frustrating, and it's 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 him because it, you, you're sick of hearing it. But now he's going to have, you know, it, you've, it emboldens the quiet um, people, right? The people that have typically been quiet about it, it emboldens them. We've already seen it. We've already seen it with the last president and him being like another just fucking stupid person being worshipped for no fucking reason. Other than the fact that he's a good con man. And, you know, look, it works both ways. I'm not going to be... I'm not going to say that it doesn't work on the other side, too. Because the the crazy hard left people, 
our trust is bad. You know what it is though? You know what the difference is? They don't uh they don't they don't say it out loud. Whatever it is that they I I in in my head this makes sense, but I can't seem to formulate this verbalize this properly. The two fringes uh make up a very small percentage of this country and it's the rest of us that uh, that suffer because of it. Cuz they're the loudest. And it's just uh, fuck, it's just so fucking stupid. Oh god. I hate it. You know what I hate? I hate talking about it even more. Yet here I am talking about it. All right. And we're back. I just had some uh, checks mix, so bear with me. Today I was uh, on the train, as I have been now for the last few weeks. And as is always the case, it was running poorly. Um... And it really made me think, right? And in, in knowing a little bit about what the the public transit systems are like overseas and other parts of the world, and how it's proficient and um, well managed, well funded for the most part, and functional, it made me it made me wonder. Here we have the United States of America proclaiming constantly how it's the greatest country in the world and this, that, and the other, and yada, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Yet in, in a majority of this country, um, you know, it's, it's near impossible to get from one end of town to the next in any sort of efficient manner whatsoever on public transportation. I don't know... All of the public transit systems, so I don't really know um, if there's one that's uh, terrific or one that isn't. But if you want to get from one end of the country to the other, forget it. It'll take you days on end, which, look, it's a big country, so I get it. it makes sense. But I thought to myself, why have we let that happen? And it sort of struck me as a somewhat obvious answer. And look, I've done literally no research on this whatsoever. It's just something that popped into my head today that I thought made sense. And I wanted to share it with all two of you. It's that, you know, in the 50s, 60s, 70s, and then I would say probably is when it stopped. Maybe even before that. The growth of public transit was probably stalled by the the growth of the auto industry, right? And the lobbying power of the auto industry. And being in the government's pocket for eons. Not literally, but figuratively. Really putting a halt on public transit so that people would be forced, not forced to buy cars, but uh, more likely to buy automobiles. 
and it's the same goes for, you know, the, the, when the economy collapsed back in 2008 and they all got fucking bailed out when, you know, honestly, they should have just been free market should have dictated death. It didn't just like the airline industry in the last couple of years. It didn't. So, you know, the thing for me is that here I am now, I'm 44 years old, and it's the first time I ever really put two and two together and realized in this particular instance that that's likely what happened and that it's it's likely that uh, the lobbyists in D.C. for, you know, the, the former American car brands spent a ton of time and money and effort trying to kill any sort of improvements to public transportation. Again, I did no research on this, but I I find it hard to believe that, that it would not be true, right? I mean, I know that sounds stupid, but I find it hard to believe that that would not be accurate. And my guess is this is all over the internet, but I literally thought of this. What time is it? It's 8 o'clock Tuesday night. I thought of this at 5.30, standing on the Red Line platform at Downtown Crossing, waiting another 15 minutes for the next fucking Braintree train to arrive. Because my my thought was, why, why are we in this predicament? Why? What the fuck happened... That this thing has been so poorly managed over the course of the last, fuck, what, 80 years? And I'm fairly certain it has more to do with the automobile industry than most people have been told or led to believe. You always you always hear this, which is, you know, the union and how, you know, the unions have negotiated for, you know larger benefits and larger pay and this, that, and the other. And so they get blamed for it because that's typically how it goes. Because you have the right, which has probably been, you know, siphoning up all this lobbying money for the automobile industry over the course of the last 80 years, finding a boogeyman when it comes to public transit improvement. And the boogeyman is uh, the unions. And then, of course, the unions all vote right wing. And look what happens. Union membership will vote right. Union leadership will vote left. Not entirely, but mostly. Mostly. So, you know, it's just another in a long line of fucking things that I cannot, I can't figure out. Like how we've managed to be manipulated so much again, because we're so fucking stupid. And the whole fallacy about America being the greatest country on earth. I mean, we're not. We're stupid. We are incredibly stupid people. Now, I think humans as a whole are pretty stupid. But, you know, it just so happens that we are the stupidest. We're more stupider. And it shouldn't be that way. Because, again, I say that we're stupid and I don't, you know, I don't really mean that. I do to a point, but I really don't. 
we should be smarter and we should realize, all right, we should probably fix this. Nope. What we're going to do is we're going to, we're going to write a fucking, we're going to have, we're going to have a ballot initiative, a ballot question to pump more money into roads and bridges instead of fucking public transportation. Because fuck people that don't drive, right? Fuck them pause. There's a recession coming anyway. Fuck you. Way off topic. I mean a topic. I don't know. Ah, it just fucking it pissed me off because you know it took me close to two hours to fucking get home today. Like that's that's so stupid. I didn't drive. Man, it's just really dumb. <laughs> Ah, so, you know, go fuck yourself, massive automobile industrial complex. All right, it is time uh, for the part of the week um, that, uh, you know, I hope you could hear that far because that was terrible. Oh, boy. Just not good. Yeah. Hey, I'm looking for guests. Uh, if you or anyone you know would like to be on a program where the host will fart and then ask if you heard it, uh, let me know. You can reach out uh, via email or at any of my many uh, barely used social media platforms. Or you could call into the show and say, hey, I want to be a guest. 617-657-4736. Um, so... Hashtag dumb teams. Now, there were, there were a few of them this week. I was going to go with four of them, but I didn't. Um, I went with... <laughs> well, I went I went with the refs again just because it's fucking uh, stupid. But I'm going to narrow it down to two teams and the refs, all right? I had the Dolphins in there, but they ended up winning, so, you know, what can you do? Dumb team number one, the Green Bay Packers. The situation that jumped out to me, fourth and one, down six with about nine or so minutes to go. Matt LaFleur calls on fourth down and one. Three wide, shotgun, uh, bunch set to Aaron Rodgers' left. At this point, I think Aaron Rodgers had about 87 yards passing. He'd only thrown about 12 balls. They hadn't really had the ball much. And he calls this, and I'm, and I'm, I'm looking at him like, all right, this, this, like Rodgers is going to change the play at the line. Uh, there's no way, <laughs> there's just no way that this is going to happen. Well, sure enough, snaps the ball, and it's this dumb slant. Rogers throws a terrible ball. And I'm thinking, you have two, two, not just one good running back. You have two good running backs. Now, your line, not that great. But, I mean, fuck, you got Aaron Jones, and you have A.J. Dillon in your backfield, and that's the play that you call? 
what? Not to mention the receivers that, that you have right now, they're all terrible. <laughs> like, coming into the season, who was their best receiver? Like, fuck, fuck if I know, okay? Because I don't know. But it's, you know, uh, Christian Watson, the kid that they drafted out of, you know, East Bumfuck State University. Uh, Sammy Watkins, who was a cast-off. Amari Rogers, who was a rookie. Alan Lazard, can't stay healthy. Something called Romeo Dubes, a rookie. So he had nothing to work with. And Lazard was on the sideline, because Lazard got hurt early. So he was out. So instead of calling run play on fourth and one where you literally just needed a yard and you have two massive backs you decide to throw the football so guess what you lose because you didn't get it and you deserve to lose so fuck you Aaron Rodgers has to be he, I don't think he's washed I think he has nothing I think literally he has no receivers to throw to. Uh, his head coach is a fucking doofus. So I, I just don't think he gives a fuck. I, I think he's just playing out the string. Who knows if he sticks around after this year, but... Baffling to me. Just so fucking dumb. The refs, again. You, you almost... You almost watch a game, and when when you're yelling at the screen, uh, you know, saying, oh, they missed this penalty, they missed that penalty, those guys are actually preferable now. The ones that don't throw a thousand flags. Because it, it just, it makes the game, uh, I don't want to say borderline unwatchable, but it's kind of unwatchable. Browns had the ball. They're playing uh, Baltimore. Brown has Browns had the ball late. They line up for a, a long field goal. And there's a flag on the field. And the refs called a, a false start on the Browns. And nobody could figure out who it was. Entirely phantom... False start penalty. Backs of five yards. The kid shanks it, you know, to the moon. If we don't have the opportunity to challenge or just replay literally everything, this is just going to keep going. And I know nobody really wants that, but I think it would have taken five seconds. you got to have a ref up top. You have to. Like, VAR in, in soccer is not perfect. But I think it's slightly better than not having it. And I that's a win, if you ask me. Speaking of uh, VAR, video... What is it? Video Assistant Refereeing is what it's uh, called. And uh, they helped out West Ham. On uh, on Monday, I was very happy with that. So, 
What can you do? Believe me, it doesn't happen often, so fuck you. All right, so, but the big one. This week's number one hashtag dumb team, the New England Patriots. I don't even know where to start, to be honest. I really don't. I guess I could start with the obvious and that uh, the quarterback thing. Now, I uh, I am remiss to to challenge the head coach when it comes to any sort of uh, decision that he may make uh, because he's been in football for 50 years. So he forgot more yesterday than I probably forgot, than I've probably known in my whole life. So I'm giving him uh, the benefit of the doubt. But what he managed to do yesterday by... You know, being coy about who's going to start, even though everybody knew that fucking Jones was going to play, right? Then by actually putting Jones uh, in the game, making, you know, making him the starter. Then by pulling him after an interception. Then by continuing the facade of, yeah, we were going to play two, two quarterbacks yesterday. Uh, and then by saying it again today, this is this doesn't even count all the bullshit preseason. Letting McDaniel's walk, letting McDaniel's take a fucking boatload of assistance with him, installing this fucking fat jabroni as your non, your not offensive coordinator coordinator. And a failed uh, special teams coach to be your quarterbacks coach. I'm. I honestly, I'm, I'm not really going to fault him for bringing those guys onto the staff and making them members of his staff. Because look, they're not. They're not entirely. They're not stupid people. Joe Judge, Matt Patricia, they're not stupid. They've been coaching football for years. They were both head coaches, and they failed. And look, it, it's happened. It happened to to Bill Belichick. So this is not a new phenomenon where guys fail uh, as head coaches for whatever reason. I get a feeling the same as fucking Josh McDaniels the first time around in uh, Denver where all three of them wanted to be Bill Belichick so badly that they tried to imitate him, and it it failed. It blew up in their faces. But now they've managed to completely fucking screw up a kid who may or may have not been, um, in their view, the future of the franchise, right? Bill Belichick and Nick Saban's relationship is such, as far as I know, that, you know, my assumption here would be that Saban said something to Belichick, something along the lines of, okay, this kid's pretty good, right? And Belichick took it and and said, okay, we're going to draft him. Now, could he have been forced into doing it? I don't know. I don't think so. 
I don't see Bob Kraft like fucking forcing him to 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 do any to really do much of anything. But I don't who knows? Who the fuck knows? But what they've done, they have completely fucking screwed not only this kid in Mac Jones, they have fucking potentially could have set the franchise back another few years. Could Bailey Zappi like be I don't know, a good quarterback? Maybe. I honestly think his ceiling is like a case keenum. And and again, I don't fucking know shit about shit. So I don't know. But when I see him, that's what I see. Case Keenum. Except Probably shorter. Serviceable backup. Uh, might be able to win you a game or two by pulling something out his ass. Or he's good. I don't know. But, I mean, as we saw in the second half last night, I mean, how many balls did he throw into the hands of the defenders? Like, they... The, the Bears defenders got up to the line and just jumped. I think they knocked down, like, three balls. What does that tell you? He's not fucking tall enough. Neither was Drew Brees, and he's fucking threw passes on his tippy toes. But what makes anybody at this point think that Mac Jones, It's he came out in his press conference, I don't know if it was today or, or yesterday, press conference last night or, or something today, where he said he would never, ever forget like the booze and the zappy chant. He'll never forget it. So if things are as bad behind the scenes as they were in the building last night, this kid is fucked up now. Like, between his ears, he's fucked up. He's not He's not going to resign here when he knows that his coaches don't give a shit about him, when he knows the fucking fans don't give a shit about him. He's not going to stick around. What the fuck would he stick around for? And the Patriots probably aren't going to, like, exercise the fifth year uh, when the time comes. So they've managed to fucking botch this to the hilt. Could they fix it? Maybe. If they all sit down like adults and have a, a rational conversation. And again, maybe they have. I don't know. It's all speculative. Speculative. <laughs> I just think it's obvious that they've messed. They, and I'm not the only one that's that's saying this. This is a uh, sort of a well-formed opinion by a number of different people. I just think it goes a little bit deeper than that. I think they have fucked with him so bad that he's already made up his mind that he's not he's not going to be a New England Patriot for long. Now, does that mean he's going to ask for a trade next year? I don't know. He might be a bit more mature than that. Who knows? I could be wrong. Like, and I don't, I don't even think it's like the, the Ben Volan bullshit about him being uh, having a big head and all this other. I don't think that's it at all. I think it's just frustration that the coaching staff has fucking ruined his career, more or less, right? They've put him in such a bad spot. And then last night was the worst spot. 
He should not have played. If Bill was planning to fucking give him a hook for a, you know an off-balance back foot throw um, that was picked off, that was a miraculous one-handed interception. Like, that was a ridiculous catch. If that's what Bill was waiting for to make a move, then he should not have been in the game to begin with. Should have been zappy. Give Mac another week. Let him face the Jets and go from there. Here's the problem, though, right? Now, Bill has two choices. He he either makes Mac the starter and sticks with him, or he sits Mac down for the rest of the year and then dumps him when the season's over. Because I don't think you can flip-flop anymore. When you have two quarterbacks, you don't have any. So if you flip-flop, you're fucked. Not that this season was going to be, I don't know, uh, a raging success. It wasn't. Everybody knew that. Eight or nine wins. But look, if you go nine and eight, and you see what's going on in the rest of the league where everybody's average, there's a ton of average and below average teams. And, it, you know, you have the NFC is fine because you're going to end up with like three teams in the NFC East getting in, which is fucking never would have guessed that. And the AFC West hasn't hasn't been nearly as good as, as I thought they would be. Denver stinks. Vegas stinks. San Diego kind of stinks. The Chiefs are still the Chiefs. So it leaves a lot of room. A nine-win team could sneak in. Could that be the Patriots at this point? I don't think so. Had they come out and won yesterday? Then you could start thinking, all right, maybe you've got a shot here. Because you're four and three. The rest of the conference is meh. What are you going to do? So that's my long Patriots soliloquy, if you will. I didn't go to the game last night. We, my darling wife and I, did not go to the game. Tried like hell to sell the tickets, but no bites. And I wonder why. Oh, I know. They're not that good. So, however... Somebody did go to the game last night. <laughs> Let's go to a recorded call from uh, Complaints and Observations Patriots correspondent, Donnie Washburn. Hey, Dave. Uh, Donnie calling in again. Um, this is a fresh complaint. Uh, last, I noticed on your story you wanted to talk about the Patriots, but um, no, I actually went to the game last night and uh, – so I, uh, I've done this a few times, and this is more of a uh, kind of a managing expectations kind of thing for any of the two listeners that are listening. But if you decide to take the Patriots train, wanted to lay out sort of what you're in for. So I've taken this probably about like I don't know four or five times now, um, and want you to know to never expect a seat unless you decide to a leave early or know exactly where to go and be ready to get on your horse 
when you get out of that stadium to haul your ass to that train. The next thing is if you read on the on like the MBTA website, train never leaves the 30 minutes after they tell you that it's going to leave after the game ends. So I guess that's like good for people who don't know where they're going, but also bad for like Monday or Sunday night games when you're getting home so late because there's no public transit available when you actually get back unless like you do Ubers. So that being said, when you do finally get to South Station or Back Bay, the Uber rates jack the fuck up because I don't know if you remember my call from last week, but dynamic pricing with Ubers when, you know, there's um, plenty of people ordering, obviously uh, the demand makes it sky the price skyrocket. So um, fortunately, uh, I when I got to South Station and, you know, the rate was about $41 to get to East Boston, um, I just decided to start walking elsewhere away from the crowd and fortunately befriended a fellow Pats fan uh, who happened to be going to Eastie. So it, like, that was kind of a win at the end, but just um, just a brutal experience on that train. Like people are just drunk, complaining, not sure what the hell is going on. They never take the commuter out. I don't know. I'm just rambling at this point, but more of just a reflection of last night. I didn't get home till like 1.30, but I don't know. I love being at the stadium, so I guess it's worth it in the end. All right. Well, ta-ta, Dave. Take care. That was a – it's almost like a combo call. There was so much going on there because he touched on uh, one of today's topics, which which was public transit, and another of today's topics, the Patriots. So it worked out great. Uh, Donnie, as always, I really do appreciate it. Thank you so very much. The Patriots train is such a fucking shit show fallacy. It is, it is the biggest – uh, dumbest thing I think that Keolis slash the commuter rail has ever done. It is borderline useless. It only makes like a handful of stops. And then like Donnie says, at the end of the night, theoretically, they're supposed to leave 30 minutes before or 30 minutes after the game ends. So the final whistle, the clock is supposed to start. You've got half of the building I would say roughly a mile away. Trying to, if if you sit where I do, or stand where I do, and like the, uh, we're in three sixteen, three seventeen. If you're there, and you and you have to take the train home, you're fucked. Unless, like Donnie said, you you literally start moving before the game is over, because it's the only way you're gonna get a seat. Or get, or just plain get to the train. Like, I don't know how long it took before they left after the game, but what a fucking scam. What a vicious scam. Because then, you know, on a late night, Sunday afternoon, all right, whatever, it's fine. There's still a couple of trains running, you know, like the subway's still going. <laughs> they fucking stopped running the subway at like 1130. So on a Monday or a Sunday night or a Thursday night, which is, and that's the other fucked up thing too. So there's the Monday night, there's a Sunday night game, there's a Thursday night game. Everybody getting back from the fucking train is fucked. And it's a great day for Uber and for Lyft and for the taxis. I don't know, are there any more fucking taxis in Boston? I don't know. 
And so you end up like what you have with Donnie, where he just starts fucking hoofing it to East Boston. It's like, that can't be good. And last night, with, you know, I'm guessing it was dreary and drizzly and kind of gross. Although I do resent the fact that he said that people were complaining on, on the train. He should have started handing out the number. You know, it would have been great. But it's what a fucking pain in the balls. And it... <laughs> oh, let's put a fucking professional football stadium 25 miles away from the from two major cities. Well, 25 miles from Boston. I think it's 20 miles from Providence. But, I mean, that doesn't do anybody any good either. But, you know... Can't you can't get there from here? So stupid, so fucking dumb. <laughs> oh, Donnie, you're you're a brave soul. You're a better man than I, for not only putting up with actually being in that building. The fact that you stayed for the whole fight, but that's the thing. If you take the train, you have to stay for the whole game. You don't have a fucking choice. God forbid they run a halftime train. For people who just want to get out of there. Nope. You get one fucking train. And if you miss it, it's going to cost you 150 200 bucks to fucking get home in a goddamn... And I'm probably, you know, inflating that number. But whatever. It's going to cost you a lot of money to go from Foxborough to, say, East Boston. The night of a fucking Patriots game. Because you know those dudes fucking cleaned up. Those dudes did pretty well. Oh, boy. That was a good call, Donnie. Thank you. That was good. I wish I could keep going, but I think I'm... I think I've used up all the brain cells that I that I had tonight, but... Timely. Very timely. The worst part about voicemails, though, is, like, the Google uh, will try to... Uh, not translate, but transcript. I don't even think that's right, either. Um the call and it's awful. <laughs> so I don't even, I don't even bother reading them because they're so bad, but I got the gist of Donnie's call. I like to be, I like to hear it fresh when I play it so that it, you know, I get, you know, the, 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 the I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. How do I put that? So I get the, the, the oomph of it, you know, the oomph of the call. I don't know what I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing here. This it's already getting late, and I'm just, uh, boy. <laughs> it is now time for the uh, best part of the show, the listeners' favorite part of the show. The end. And, as it is Tuesday, it is time for three gripes. Now, let's go to the list. Gripe number one. Uh, singing in public when you're a shitty singer. No, this does not apply to me. And no, it's not because I'm a good singer, but because I know better. I know that no one wants to hear me singing in public. Um, I enjoy karaoke, but you're almost expected to be just okay at karaoke. You know where I don't need to hear people singing on the train? 
in the train station, in the grocery store parking lot. Um, Simon Cowell is not coming along and asking you to be on the show. Uh, he, wait, he's not even on American Idol anymore, is he? <laughs> it just shows you uh, how much uh, attention I've paid to Simon Cowell over the last however many years. But uh, just be quiet. Nobody wants to hear it. It's uh, it's not it's not welcome. Because look, no one, you're not at a concert. Like no one is paid to hear you sing. Why do you think it's necessary? Stop. Gripe number two: gambling. Uh, I have said on numerous occasions that I'm a terrible gambler. Yesterday, or I shouldn't say yesterday, this weekend, I have decided to officially retire from sports gambling. I am done. Uh, I have a, I'm in a squares pool for the year uh, that, you know, obviously I can't stop playing. I've already paid my money, but that's it. All, I'm retiring from sports gambling, probably all gambling. I am, I'm awful, just awful. I have zero luck when it comes to this crap. And you would have thought, I mean, when I say that I've been gambling, quote unquote, for most of my life, that's no joke. That's no lie. My father used to run, uh, you know, football cards around uh, East Taunton for years at the behest of uh, one of his friends. So it's something that's been in my life Basically, my entire life. Uh, I actually did a little football card running back in the mid '90s, uh, where I <laughs> I was doing it uh, in school. I was taking cards from from friends, teachers, the like. Good times. So you know, it's been around. The problem is, I have fucking never won anything. I'm not a prodigious gambler by any stretch of the imagination, right? But you know what I am? A losing gambler. Uh, Not good at blackjack. Not good at slots. I have no luck. I used up all of my luck when I met my wife. And that's not even to be like a sappy, douchebaggy thing. It's just 100% true. I cannot keep doing this. I am, again, I'm not spending thousands of dollars, but I mean, over the course of 40 years, easily tens of thousands of dollars. I could have done so much more shit in my life with that money, but no, I wasted it. It just... It makes no sense to me that I I can't fucking win. I have this weekend the the real kicker for me is that we were playing daily fantasy, right? Now again, not a lot of money. It was only like a it's it's 10 bucks to get into this thing. But on Sunday, all day, all literally, when I tell you all day, all day I'm winning. 15 people, you know, first place was like 95 bucks. So I'm like, "Hey, 
that'll cover basically what I've spent on Daily Fantasy in the last month or so. So I was very excited. All right, if I could keep this up. And things are looking good. Things are going well. Things are going okay. We get to the end of the 4 o'clock games. And uh, the guy that I'm playing, my, my pal Mark, who you hear at the end of every single episode, when he says, I am speechless, I am without speech. That's Mark. Well, Mark had Kenneth Walker III on his roster. And Kenneth Walker III, with about, I don't know, four minutes left in the game, uh, the Seattle Seahawks game, what does he do? He takes a handoff and, and goes 60 yards for a score. Uh, and that's it. Not only did I not win, I didn't even finish second. I fell out of the money because the guy who was in third also had Kenneth Walker the third. So that was it. Fuck it. I'm done gambling. Absolutely 1,000% done. Sports gambling at the minimum. Probably all gambling. I deleted the free craps uh, game off of my phone. I'm like, I don't even want this. I just learned how to play craps. I was looking forward to playing craps. But you know what? Not anymore. That's it. Done. D-U-N. Done. Gripe number three. Being boring slash normal. Now, working in this new job, it has um, sort of enlightened me even further at how boring and normal I am. When I say normal, it's literally, there's there's nothing there. It's just normal, right? Boring? Yeah, I mean, it's a given. You've listened to the show, so you know that boring is accurate. When I hear people tell stories about what they've done and where they've gone, and I don't, I'm like, why, why, why haven't I done that? Oh, I know. I've wasted money gambling. <laughs> it's not entirely true. But listen, I find it kind of funny. Like when you hear fucking, you know, shit that's happened to people and and stuff like that, uh, I, I'm just, I'm normal. I'm just normal person. Like I, I haven't done anything of any uh, intrigue or excitement or, or renown. Um... No, just a normal, boring person. That's me. Not the worst thing in the world. Not the best thing in the world. <laughs> but, but I've begun to find the humor in it. And I've said for a while now that uh, growing up, my, chi- my childhood was perfectly normal. It was great. It was so, like, it was just, it was just a normal childhood. And... Again, in hindsight, you look at it and you love it. Like, it was great. And I'm so thankful for that. That my parents gave me a very normal, boring childhood. My parents worked their balls off when we were kids, my brother and I. They worked their balls off to be <laughs> normal and boring. And it was it's wonderful. It shouldn't be looked at as a bad thing, Right? So I shouldn't even really call it a gripe. I mean, I'm calling it a gripe because, look, obviously, you would like more excitement in your life, right? So I guess in in that sense, 
it's a gripe. But on the flip side, it, it's really not that bad. So I've, I've begun to find the humor in it. And when people ask you shit like, oh, where have you gone? And you tell them and they're like, oh, that's it? Yep, that's it. And that's it for the show. I told you I would go on for an hour. I did. So you were warned. You were also warned about the uh, variety of sounds and noises you were going to hear. So my apologies for that. But I'm glad that I came and did this uh, tonight, even though it is way past my bedtime at this point. Uh, because I, I wanted to get it out, even though none of it makes a fucking lick of sense, and nobody fucking cares. <laughs> I told uh, my uh, classmates at work, my training class, I said how much I, you know, like the topic of karaoke came up and somebody asked why, and I said, I just love having a microphone. They have yet to to learn that I've that I'm ordained and that I love like being a fucking like MC for <laughs> charity raffles. <laughs> <coughs> Anywho, all right. Listen, go to the Twitter page at Complaints Pod. I've asked everybody to do that. Uh, I don't think many, I don't even think anybody's doing social media anymore. I might be the only one. So, uh, at complaints pod on Twitter at complaints pod on Instagram. Um, I do have a Facebook page, but fuck Facebook. I have a YouTube page that I can't figure out. Um, no, I shouldn't say that. I, I said that wrong. I have a YouTube page that I haven't done anything with. Uh, I do have a TikTok at complaints talk T O K, but out of my demo. It, I'm I'm not in that demo anymore. So who knows? I, again, I have a good idea for that, but uh, you know, I don't want to do it. Uh, I have a Twitch channel that I can't figure out. Uh, you can call the show, leave a voicemail, 617-657-4736. Uh, if you or someone you know wants to be on the show, uh, let me know because basically I'm not doing any legwork with this thing anymore. I'm just talking. Which, you know, is, is kind of boring, but, you know, that was grape number three today. So what can you do? That's it. Thank you so much. Um, I ask you kindly, as always, please tell your friends, uh, tell your moms, and then uh, take care of yourself. And I ask you very, very kindly, please take care of each other. Godspeed. Ta-ta.